BCHers, junior private detectives, first college whatevers, and wrongly convicted felons to Life on Mars, the Veronica Mars Rewatch podcast where we go through episode by episode. I'm Brenton. And I'm Emily. And we're here to talk about season three, episode 19, Weevils Wobble, but they don't go down. You know, I've never been a wrongly convicted felon. No. I've mm-hmm. never been a felon. Yeah, neither have I. Never have I ever been a felon. Mm-hmm. Oh, I guess wrongly confused. Uh, wrongly confused. Accused. Oh, confused too, because Very. I'd be really, really confused if I was arrested for a felony. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know what you were doing. Well, and at this point, like especially now, like the last time I did anything that could even be conceived as sketchy was probably half a decade ago. <laughs> probably, probably. Remember that time we bought wine at the grocery store and I didn't have my ID on me? Mm-hmm. Like, ooh, even that was like two years ago. <laughs> Also, I don't think that's a felony. No, it's not a felony at all. Yep, you got to do a lot. Yeah, yeah, we, we'd have to actually do things. Yeah, apparently. Or be misconstrued for people who did things. That's right. That's or right. be wrongly accused of things that you didn't do and may or may not have even heard of or know anything about because that tends to happen to people. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't tend to happen to us because we are white. Exactly. Yeah, we are not. Um, yeah. In, in Weevil's case, we're not um, Latinx. We have the worst thing I've been confused for is um, a Karen. Yeah, and even then, I've never been really confused for a Karen. No, and I feel like the case of the week this week is a case of a bunch of Karens. Yeah, it's the Young Karens Project a program. Yeah, <laughs> but and just also in the outrage of everybody against it. Well, and it's it's it was very silly. It was all rich kids, which is the problem because it's all rich kids. It's always rich kids. They are a problem. Rich kids, rich kids can do felonies and not get caught. Yeah, but I didn't understand that. Also, Um, I found I was left wanting by this case of the week. Well, and also, so in the end, I mean, we can get to it when we get there. But it's like, oh, they, it's like, oh, they turned themselves in, but like they're not going to get in the same type of trouble that Weevil was in. No, definitely not. Which doesn't make any sense because they got turned into the campus police and Weevil was turned into the sheriff. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Veronica lets him off easy. Don't understand it. Uh, yeah. A little strange. Little strange. Um, but yeah, we can jump into our um, the cafeteria. Yeah. So we start with Mac and Veronica chatting about Piz and um, quote unquote girly things because... Um, Men have this really weird scope of how women communicate when they're alone. Right. Well, it's not, you know what, like, Mac would really be asking, like, like a real girlfriendship. I'd be like, yeah, like, I, I slept with Piz and, like, you know, like, it was all right. Or it'd be like, oh, like, he's really good. You know, like, there'd be, like, real conversation. It wouldn't be like, ooh, I just don't know if he just, like, I'd be mad if he didn't pay attention to me. And I'm mad that he right. does pay attention to me. And I just, it makes me so, like, I guess I'd be mad if he didn't want me. Like, that's... No, mm-mm. we're talking about weird shit. But they're also calling attention to... She's like, not like other girls. Exactly. It's just like, oh, we fell into the trap, but you're falling into the trap of TV tropes, not real conversation. Yeah, it's toxic masculinity. It's That's what it is. There's a lot of toxic masculinity in this conversation between two women. <laughs> yeah, you just don't know how to write women. Well, and it's... Uh, yeah, like... Women talk, like, there'd be a, a conversation. I don't know. It's just odd. Although all of the conversations between Mac and Veronica are pretty surface level. Yeah, absolutely. And it's like, they've been through some shit together. Uh-huh. Like, yeah. no, there'd be, like, real conversation. They'd be like, oh, and, like, you know, Veronica would be eating out of Mac's ice cream or whatever. Like, this real friendship. Yeah, they don't know how to write real friends. <laughs> Women, female friendships. No. Yeah, like I think because I I use the example I did because I think of my best friend who would be like, well, what's he like? And then be like, well, what do you do you think that has to do with his childhood? And then, you know, you'd unpack like half of these things that had nothing to do with each other all while she eats your ice cream while you're waiting in line to pay for both of your ice creams. Totally. Yeah, it is very women act like this. Uh But I mean, you know, the guys are written like dudes. Like later in the episode, it's just like, yes, of course, this is this would exactly be what the guy would mention to his friends like, hey, this will make you feel right better. And it's just like, oh, why is he also drinking here? Hmm. This didn't really work. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. No, it's just, yeah. Bad writing. One. So while we're there, we find out that a girl in the front of the line, the line's moving real slow. Uh, which was never explained because this really shouldn't have anything to do with the actual like 
issue it was just a way to set this up yeah and to not have to move the camera i guess like i don't know because like why couldn't the line have moved because the, the, it was the girl was being accosted up front and they're doing a rigorous check into her id yeah i guess so um and then it's so the girl in the front was got caught because she had a fake school id um and um had stolen funds on it allegedly mm-hmm which seems like a lot to know just from like swiping it, but like I digress. Totally. I, I'm assuming it's like the name that pops up. Yeah. Yeah. For this one, it was the name that popped up yeah, that was fake. Because all, yeah, all the names are, yeah. But I think to assume stolen money, I guess it'd maybe be stolen money, I guess, if you. If you loaded it onto a fake card. Fake card? The money has to get onto the card. So I don't know. It's weird. Right. This whole episode doesn't make any sense. No, I don't understand the plan. Um, I kind of understand when they start getting of like, oh, this is actually really complicated, but like, why are they doing this? It's weird. Yeah, I never figured that out either. No, There's it makes no, no sense. Yeah. But was there ever any motive for white collar crime? Yes. Tax fraud? Money, yeah. Um, but it that... didn't sound like they were like selling these. It sounded like they were, we'll, we'll get there. Yeah, they, yeah, like they were using them themselves? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. And I feel like if someone tried to offer me this at school, I'd, like I can understand how like someone is like, I need more. Um, I, I want to be able to go and use like a meal plan without having to pay as much money. Mm-hmm. Sure. But like, I feel like if someone tried to like offer me that, I would laugh at them. I'm like, what the fuck am I going to do with that? <laughs> well, and also does the, do they not have a dining common as well? Do they just have like this one area where like anyone can eat? <laughs> You would assume that there is dining commons somewhere, but this is the only area where everybody goes, apparently. Well, but Veronica doesn't live on campus, so is that why we don't? But then Mac lives on campus, Parker lives on campus, Logan lives uh-huh. on Logan's no. not on campus, but uh, Wallace and Piz. Wallace and Piz, yeah. yeah. Maybe they just humor Veronica, I guess. I don't know. No, because people like Wyra Parker and Logan, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, it's yeah. like everyone can just be there. I yeah, I don't know. It's strange. I'm confused. But yeah. it, it doesn't, we don't under, we don't know their mascot and we don't understand their, <laughs> their university design. No, I don't get it. I just don't It understand. doesn't feel like Hearst is making any good money off of this either. It feels like they're struggling. No, they had to outsource all their meals to um, restaurants. Um, Unless this is an open dining commons, this is a <laughs> if you the one takeaway you from pay this at season. the front for each each different item. Yeah. Remember, because it was like Logan bought Veronica's coffee at the front. If it was a yeah. dining common, they'd well, swipe when you came in. Sometimes I, I think my sister's college was the at the dining commons. You use your card at the end to pay for your food. Okay, and you had so much money on it. So I think there are certain ones that are structured like this. That's so odd. This is, this is what you came for this podcast for. Us <laughs> getting hung up on this cafeteria once a week. It's just like the whole thing doesn't make any sense and I can't get past it. Like no. it's like I'm hyper fixated on it now. Every week it, it's It just infuriating. gets weirder. It's really bad. Yeah. And <laughs> I don't know. So frustrating. So then we cut over to Weevil. Um the girl gets taken away by campus security because she had she had a card that wasn't hers, allegedly. Weevil is a, talking to HR because he injured himself at work. And the man who works HR at the school is an absolute dick and like just asking for a lawsuit. Yes. This man is looking <laughs> for a lawsuit, which is like the ex- the only job that I really took away from being in HR was we don't want to hire a lawyer. So figure it out. Mm-hmm. Which is not a good move to make, let me tell you, because like. I'm not a lawyer. <laughs> no. But, but. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, he's coming in here with these trumped up each, like injury claims when the man's yeah, limping. Yeah, the guy's like, hey, because Weevil's like, I injured myself moving a washing machine and I um, I hurt my knee. I need my worker's comp. And the guy's like, well, it's a fake claim. Also, like, like well, well, you'll just have to make do until we process it and figure it out, which is also not how workers' comp works. No, you get immediately paid out, right? Well, so, I mean, I don't know because he might be union because this is a school, so this is so out of my jurisdiction. Oh, uh, okay. But, like, I can't imagine it being that different. Um, So, in general, if you get hurt at work, you go, we go fix the injury first, and hopefully they take you to, like, a workers' comp-friendly um, location. So, like, mm. there's, like, a little, like, when you work somewhere in hr this is getting real into the nitty-gritty you have like a little list of like places that are like workers comp kind of like approved places 
Right. Um, and it, it, ideally, you want to take people there because then you can get the paperwork and every you know everything's done right. But if you went somewhere else, they figure it out. Mm-hmm. It's not like they're like, you know what? No, I'm sorry. You got hurt at work, but you went to the wrong hospital while your hand was bleeding. So we're going to cut you off. Yeah. You got to wait two weeks or no month to get your leg fixed. Yeah. In this case, it's like, oh, he's injured. So he'd go to the doctor and then they would um, they would make note of it. And then they'd file a workers comp claim with the workers comp insurance. And then from there, like a someone from someone else. So in theory, like where I've worked, it's usually like the manager or an HR person would file the workers comp claim with your workers comp insurance. And then the workers comp insurance would come in and help you help them take care of it. Got it. Got it. So like necessary, like he wouldn't even necessarily be like that involved beyond processing the paperwork. Right. And like making sure you got all the right forms Mm -hmm. and shit. Yeah. We just had to have a shorthand for someone being a dick. Yeah. And I mean, granted when I worked in HR, I can tell you that a lot of people in HR are dicks, but not everyone Mm -hmm. actually, not all. <laughs> I mean, you know, we ebb and flow. It's not a video podcast. So you can't see the shoulder shrug. <laughs> um, I will say uh, this HR professional is played by Patrick Fischler, Ooh. who you may remember from Mad Men, mm-hmm. second season, Jim Barrett. The uh, Do you remember this character? It sounds familiar. He's the comedian who's an absolute terror. Oh. Um. But he's also been his small role in the new Twin Peaks season. He was in Mulholland Drive um, as the guy who has the dream about the scary thing behind the dumpster. And then they go walk behind the dumpster and the scary monster jumps out and he faints. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that's that's my main reason. But uh, the when we uh, arrive a little later and there's the um, woman that Veronica talks to that works with him mm-hmm. and is like the admin lady that works in the purse. She's the office. bursar. Oh, okay. There you go. Her thing literally says bursar. Okay. This is, I'm having the same trouble as Weevil, <laughs> um, <laughs> not knowing what a bursar is. Um, but she is his wife. Really? Like in, yeah. I, in real life. I yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Who knows if the characters are married, but um, yeah. A bursar is a professional financial administrator at a school or university. There you go. Um, and that it, her name is Lauren Bowles. Nice. But yeah, you know, you just go. a little brief overview of workers comp. And <laughs> exactly. And great character actors. So I, just, I think he's really good. Yeah. But so for those of you, if you ever get injured at work, tell your boss and then tell HR. They'll take yeah. care of it. Mm-hmm. And if I'm they act sure. like this man, throw a fit. Yeah. Because it's, it's a lawsuit waiting to happen. Mm-hmm. It's not good. Um, but yeah, yeah. So HR is a dick. I'm not sure if what he said was legal. Um, and we move on and then we go over to Veronica. Her and Mac had decided when they talked earlier that the best way for Veronica to comfort Piz was to tell Piz that she'd miss him too over the summer because he's sad that she'll be gone. Yeah. So to actually allegedly, but like at the same time, she's like, yeah, he's like, he's, he's excited about it. He just wishes it wasn't so far. And I'm like, yeah, that's, that sounds like a healthy conversation. (laughs) <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, yeah, I, I, I can I can see Piz moping. Mm-hmm. So she does this cute thing and she calls Piz while she's in the dorm room, like she's laying on Wallace's bed and he's on his bed, and then she's like, "I'll miss you," and she pretends like she's at her at her FBI training, and um, then they have sex. Mm-hmm. I no clarity came on where whether he took the pitchfork in, internship or not. I'm assuming he didn't. Yeah, I was wondering if he didn't, he took the one that was local to stay near her, and that's right. why part and then, of it. And then she left. But that that never gets touched on. I, I feel like it does in the next episode. Okay. Well, <laughs> we only got one more. Um, Either that or it doesn't, and I just made up my own version. Right, and then, you know. I do um, that on occasion. Much like the rest of the viewers, we are going to take seven years off, and then we'll do the movie. Oh, we're going to take a seven-year gap? <laughs> <laughs> got a gap year? <laughs> gap seven years. Um, so, um, then we cut over to the sheriff station, um, and we, the sheriff Mars has, um, the people who use the fake IDs looking at a lineup of potential felons and criminals to, um, identify who, who's selling the fake IDs and both of the people he brought in who look very like 
wealthy, brown nosy, um, yep. studious, wealthy kids point out Weevil. They say that one, the one who works on the campus, mm-hmm. which makes sense because he's probably the only one there that works on the campus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're like, yep, it's that guy. So Weevil is like, um, hi, um, Sheriff Mars, like, I didn't do this. Can I, can, what's Veronica's phone number? Yeah, fantastic. <laughs> so he calls Veronica, um, leaves her voicemail. Um, Veronica listens to it. And um, she's like, well, why, why would you, why would this happen? Why would they say it's you if it wasn't you? And Weevil's like, well, um, you know, like, I don't know, because I'm an ex-con and I'm work on the campus. And she's like, why would they know you're an ex-con? Have you been walking around telling everyone your story? And he's like, you know, only your criminology class that you asked me to tell my story in. She's like, all right. Uh Uh-huh. I did this to you. Yeah. She's like, I barely remember episode five, so... It's, it's all blurry for all of us. Mm-hmm. Um, so then um, Veronica's like, okay, I'm going to look into this. Veronica goes to the bursar. Badge in hand. The, this is a theme through the episode. of And the Veronica. last like five. Aren't you young? Well, no, 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 no. Oh, the badge. Because I, well, I, I mean, that's, yeah, that's been a lot lately. But the badge specifically. Every time she gets a chance to bust out the badge, she's showing the badge. She's like, I'm fucking certified now. Um, which, you know, hey, I, I totally would too. I passed this test. I earned this. Which when we get to the movie, I'm going to have to bring up because it's a really weird, a weird, <laughs> a weird thing that I'm like, you were very excited about this lady. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, so, um, she's like, um, I, oh, I was the woman. I, can I read you this note? Yes. I please. wrote, V tells women at office. Or goes to talk to a woman office. She is like, whoa, you're a baby. Like, meaning like, oh, she's young. (laughs) But like, then I was like, there were no babies in this episode. What the hell am I talking about? A little little baby in a trench trench coat and fedora. I'm like, we were sober. Like, what the fuck? (laughs) Um, No, like, she's like, oh, you're young. And then the HR guy comes up behind her. And he's like, hey, are you working for Weevil? Like, he tried to push through a bogus workers comp claim um and it's like how is it bogus if you never investigated the claim right racist yeah it's um yeah and the bursar is like oh yeah i have the only machine that can make the cards yes basically we find that out so um then she's like yeah veronica's like do you have a list of like any of the other fakes and she's like no but the girl at the food court was keeping a list of like the fake she noticed the fake names coming through and like kept a list so that we could catch them veronica's like she sounds like my kind of girl so then she goes over there to talk to her the girl who works at the food court they have a funny little conversation about how um the famous mathematician that i can't remember so it's because the names on the cards are all like famous historical people and one of them is fibonacci and she's like just because i didn't go to a four-year college doesn't mean I don't know who Fibonacci is and Veronica doesn't know and she's like it's the greatest mathematician of the blank area the Fibonacci sequence is uh yeah mm-hmm. but um Sylvia Plath is one of them that's yeah. my personal favorite mm-hmm. uh, but it's just like weird it's just like okay like why are we having this <laughs> yeah oh we want to show off our knowledge right yeah Hemingway <laughs> I mean, she pretty much should have just said, oh, right, Veronica, you think I didn't go to a four-year college because I'm black. Yeah, yeah, it could have been a nice little conversation about race. Yeah, it would have been so much better. But no, it's like, let's (laughs) let's hide this and cut it and make it free. Uh Oh, it's because I'm a cashier. At the food court. Uh At your four-year university. Uh Yeah, okay. Um, I assume... I know the numbers. Yeah, Hearst is a four-year university, right? Yes. It's credited. It's credited. <laughs> <laughs> Is that where you went to school? I did. Oh. I was thinking about attending Hearst. Got it, got it. Because mm-hmm. I was like, that's Too not where I home. met you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> were you not actually going to school there? No, yeah, too close to home. Got it, got it, got it. Um, so then um, Veronica's like, you know what? Okay, I'm going to catch the, the people who had these to see like what it is. So she emails them because she works at the library she uses her powers for evil or good i guess for weevil she uses her powers for weevil there you go and um very proud of that one (laughs) that's a good one um and she asks the woman who used the sylvia plath name to come um 
to the library because she had an overdue library book or something like that. Like she mm-hmm. lied to her so that she'd come so that then she could figure out what um, what her story was. And so the girl comes and she's like, yeah, um, I met Weevil at one to get the ID, blah, blah, blah. Like I we, we invited me down to this basement and gave it to me or like whatever. Yeah. And one. OK, first and foremost, I mean. I know it's a lie, but like if a man ever invites you to a basement, just say no. It seems like a bad idea. I mean, yeah, just meet like, me in the basement and I can give you this card so you can. Uh, yeah, go like to the you could hand court. a fake ID to anyone anywhere. Yeah. You don't need to do it in a basement. <laughs> yeah. Run. And Veronica's like, damn, she's telling the truth. Yeah, like, oh, it's a solid story. That's yeah. from Weevil's Lunches. Oh, damn. The and alibi. then the guy comes that also used a fake ID, and he confirms the same story. Yeah. Um, Met a guy in a basement. Yeah. Exchanged money. <laughs> he gave him money for an unlimited ID. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's, it's kind of funny when they like pop up, and um, Veronica gives them a line about why... Um, you know, their book's not due. Mm-hmm. I feel like this episode, like, s- swung with jokes like that and just, like, was not connecting on any of them. It was, like, weird. Yeah, it's, it was... It's a badly written episode. It's a strange... It's a strange one. It's like, well, we know we're going down, so we might as well just, like, <laughs> yeah. set the boat gotta, on fire. Yeah, we gotta burn an episode. <laughs> um. So then we got back to the the police station, and Veronica's there, but then Keith is letting Weevil out because he posted bail. Um, and he's like, Weevil, like, you should talk to your public defender to take your plea deal because we found the card machine in the locker next to yours, um, wherever the janitorial mm-hmm. lockers are. I was like, I don't know where that is. I was is. like, where are we going with this? <laughs> where, where are In they? the basement, probably. Probably. Um, and then we cut over to Wallace. Veronica talks to Wallace and she's like how are you it's dead week everyone's busy studying and Mm -hmm. he's like I'm great but there's a man who's been following me we forgot to mention that earlier there's like a brief scene where Wallace is walking to class and like a random man is walking behind him right yes he throws away something and the man goes and looks in the trash can yeah it's really weird um and I remember (laughs) where this goes and it's really it's a weird way to end a show it really is thank god um we know what happens because um, if we didn't, it'd be like, this is such a, why would they not resolve this, this episode? Yeah, because it's like, there's only one episode left. <laughs> no, it's super weird. Um, but he, this is when he's in the physics lab, right? Making yes. the plane? Yes. So he's working on his finals project, which is making this plane um, for his physics class. And Veronica's like, I need to talk to your physics teacher to talk about these IDs to see what he can explain, which makes no sense. Why would you talk no. to this man? Yeah, what, it, like... I guess oh, because they're mechanical engineering. Yeah, th- exactly. I guess to like break the code if it's like possible. But I feel like but it's you mechanical would t- engineering. Yeah, it's I not feel- coding. No, well, I mean, I well, guess you do code. Yeah, th- that's what it is. It's because it's the physical thing. It's mm. not about like what's going into the code that like puts it on the card. Sort yeah, of thing. it's about the actual like making the card, like how the the machine works. Totally, but I feel like you would also ask your IT department who would run that sort of thing or like the company itself. Yeah, I would have called the company directly. That's what yeah. I thought. That's where I thought this was going and it didn't go there. No, uh-uh. But she also makes a crack about like, damn, I wish I was doing it for my finals. It's like, no, you don't. He had to like 3D print this entire thing. Like, do you see the models on his like computer? <laughs> yeah, he had to make a, and this was back in what, 2007. Seven. So. No, I mean, not 3D printing, but. Yeah, my freshman year of high school. <laughs> oh, I'm exactly, Veronica is exactly like five years older than me. She's got the same age gap as me and one of my cousins. <laughs> oh, that's nice. <laughs> um, But yeah, no, no. Mm-mm. So Veronica goes to ask about the cards with the physics teacher. And he's like, mechanical engineers have a computer that could crack the ID. But like, um, really, like, it'd be really hard to do. And he's like, there's only one kid who, like, would be able to do that. You should come here after dark if you want to meet him. I'm yeah. Like, what is this meeting on the campus and labs in the dark? Why does <laughs> well, everyone have access to these labs? He he wrote his thesis and he's a, a, he's a vampire. Student? Yeah. As the professor says, he's a vampire. Mm-hmm. Then we cut over to Veronica and Piz. They're snuggling and making out on the couch. And he's like, Veronica's like, you should just ask him. And we're like, ask who what? And it's the sheriff because Piz wanted to ask Sheriff Mars to be on his radio show. 
at the same time as Vinny Van Lowe. So Fucking the- ape is like <laughs> just pulling in people from the community. Oh, God, I wish we had more shots of this radio show. And we'll get to our, my favorite moment of the entire episode later. But <laughs> the, the pull this kid has 18 years old or 19, yeah, 18, 19, 19 years old. Yeah. And like, just like has a, yeah, important people of the town come meet <laughs> this kid and do a point counterpoint on his radio show. I mean, it is an election season. Yeah. I mean, you know, the Dean arriving on the show all those episodes ago, RIP, legitimized it. Well, and the Dean didn't show up for like seven. Piz had a really, he had a, he, he, he built had a this drought. The ground up. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Keith comes home, um, and Piz asks the sheriff to be on his radio show against Vinny. He says yes. I asked Vinny first is the the subtext of this. Or Vinny asked to be on there first. You think Vinny went to, oh, you know? Uh-huh. And then Piz is like, yeah, you can talk to my booker. <laughs> we'll find some time. Yeah, Piz is a big shot. Exactly. Piz He's isn't like, making his own schedule. Uh-huh. He's doing this as a favor to his girlfriend's dad. Right. Yeah, by asking him in person to be on the show. Uh-huh. Yeah, instead of giving him the runaround. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, but um, then um, he says, yes, whatever. Um, Veronica and Keith fight about being digital versus, you know, being analog because they need to replace the answering machine because it keeps deleting half of messages. Yeah, um, run out of tape. And um, she's like, he, she's like, yeah. Also, Dad, like, you know, like I know it's not Weevil. And he's like, Honey, they dusted the box. It's like covered in Weevil's prints, and only Weevil's prints. And like, that's weird too, because that like, be in, yeah. how could it only be covered in Weevil's prints? Yeah. So yeah, what was this box doing? What was the second box doing mm-hmm. before? And why does it only have Weevil's prints on it? Because you have to get them from the manufacturer. Do some de- do some detectiving, Keith. You still got it in you, even though you are horrible in your new no- new job. ACAB. Mm-hmm. Including um. Keith. Sorry. This is a this is a Tony Hawk Twitter situation of like, you know, me when the race war killing Tony Hawk. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like that with Keith. <laughs> um. So um, then um, we cut back over to Veronica. She goes to talk to the kid in the engineering lab who's the PhD student. and Leon. Leon. He's like, I'll show you all my research material about this. But he opens his cabinet and the research material is gone. (gasps) What? How could this be? He's so dramatic about it. It is. Yeah. You know, he sells it. Mm -hmm. Spoiler. Ooh. So then we have Piz's radio show. Do you want to take yeah. this one? <laughs> sure, I'd love to. Um, brings on Keith. He's got Keith, Vinny. Um, fucking opens the show with an absolute gut punch of a question. Piz knows what he's doing. He's 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 trying to he's he's trying to put Keith in the hot spot by literally opening up a question about the crackdown on underage drinking, which is <laughs> just, just an absolute um, like him check and so keith has like well you know the age of age of drinking is 21 and then Vinny goes on and on about how like there are more important crimes like, like- terrorism <laughs> yes <laughs> um and um murder that are affecting neptunians um did you think like when we were watching this i was like man that's how every like hardcore conservative sounds on my twitter feed yeah absolutely there's terrorists and murders it's like Mm -hmm. no you live in the suburbs sharon there are no terrorists (laughs) and murders unless you count the dog next door Mm -hmm. that's why i need my guns um (laughs) burying ammo in your backyard exactly what backyard um (laughs) you have to be able to afford one (laughs) exactly see there you go you gotta have all this extra income to be able to afford guns too um but uh yeah you know being conservative blowhard and then piz um like an evil mastermind opens up the phone lines for all of hers to take <laughs> take a punch at, at keith mm-hmm. so then it drags on and on and on about it um i wrote <laughs> i just thought it was fucking hilarious that uh piz invites him on and just absolutely trashes him i wrote radio show not going good <laughs> Um, then we cut over to Wallace. He notices the guy that's been following him um, followed him to the library. So he gets up and sneaks away. 
and sneaks over to the guy's spot while the guy's looking at Wallace's stuff. And then the guy comes up behind Wallace while he's looking. And Wallace finds a file with his photos and his transcripts and weird shit in it. Yeah, really creepy. And the guy goes, you've been tapped for the castle. And why did you need to follow me around? You couldn't have just said that? Like, send me an invitation. Yeah. Also, is this a club of magicians? Why is it the castle? <gasps> Well, then I mean, you know, That'd it's all, all forgiven. More That's more exciting. Yeah, why did you why did you need to look at his computer? And it, only until he was confronted did the guy say he's been tapped for the castle. Yeah, was he just going to wait until he right. noticed him? So this is when you don't accept that, Wallace. You don't accept I, even if you know what the castle is, which apparently Wallace does. I assume it's Skull and Bones for Hearst. I'm assuming too. Or um what's the version? The my favorite one is um, the Mayflowers. The one from Gilmore Girls. The isn't that Skull and Bones? No. Skull and Bones is the real one. Yeah. Skull the and, Life and Death. Life and Death Brigade. Yeah. Skull and Bones is the real one. Yeah, I was like, oh, that's the real one. <laughs> um, life but, and and they think they like in Gilmore Girls they make it like Life and Death or like Skull and Bones is real, but like and people know about it. But this but one's like more elusive. That's right. like harder for people to like pin down what they do because we're the newer, newer. No, it wasn't even newer oh, necessarily. It? it was just like. Because it was like all their dads had been in it. It was just oh, like okay. more secretive. Gotcha. Okay. It was yeah. Like less. They'd been caught less, basically. There's where Skull always, and Bones are like, we're here. There's always a more elusive club. Yeah. You know what? There's always a more elusive club. And do you even want to be in that club? No. No. I'm definitely not. After joining a sorority, I can safely tell you that that was a, I mean, like it was a big waste of money. Yeah. It was yeah. a big time suck. <laughs> <laughs> so Wallace, what we're saying is. Well, you, you just don't accept the invitation from the guy who has been following you around for days. He could have just like done something normal and invited you. Why do you have to follow you around and then go look on your computer? Yeah, why is he looking on your computer? It's creepy. We also skipped over the scene in which Wallace and Veronica talk about this and make a bunch of. Um, oh, I loosely covered it, but not like uh, not about this part. Yeah, just uh, all the homophobic jokes that were flying back and forth. It's like, okay, all right. Well, and it's very much like I want to be supportive, but I'm not interested. And it's like I, no one's trying to hit right. on you. Uh huh. If yep, someone's exactly. trying to hit on you, they would have talked. To yeah, you. <laughs> I'm covering my me being uncomfortable with this. Yeah, it was by weird. saying that I support them, but also I'm scared. Mm-hmm. They seemed a lot more comfortable talking about the invisible children. 100%. I mean, Wallace has signed up. How is he going to have time for this? Um, Skull and Bow Society. Oh, castles. Castles. Castle. Castle. <laughs> um, we cut over to Weevil and Veronica. And Veronica's like, Weevil, what did you touch before the day you got busted? And he's like, I don't know. And she's like, we're going to do a day in your life then because we need to figure it out. Day in your life log. Um. So um, we go through his day and he apparently at one point went over to where the radio show is because there was an issue. So we cut into the radio show while Piz is still interviewing Vinny and Keith. So Weevil can check under the table and see what he touched and see if he, you know, anything weird down there that was mm-hmm. like the box. Um, Veronica and Weevil are in there while Vinny Van Lowe is being an asshole. Yeah. So Vinny talks about how um, crime was lowered when he was part of the military police and then... <laughs> I was like, excuse me? Um, and then Keith says, like, is like, oh, weren't you dishonorably discharged? So then Vinny's like, all right, rolling up the sleeves time. Let me say, like, how many times you were brought into the sheriff's office, like, as a detective, and, like, how many times Veronica's gotten in trouble. Yeah, he's like, and Veronica's, his daughter's been in there, like, three, or arrested twice, or brought in for questioning twice. Like, you can't, you can't control the crime at home. How can you control the crime in this town? Mm-hmm. Um, and Veronica hits him. Yep. Smacks him into his mic. Mm-hmm. And everybody laughs. And Piz is like, yeah, that's my lady. Because mm-hmm. Piz is in love. Yeah. Piz also, you know, there's a, a reading of this that you could say Piz is inept at being a moderator and letting Vinny just walk all over Keith. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I really think that he's he's Doing Machiavellian about this. Yeah, yeah I, I think it's like a power move. Uh-huh. Um, then um, they continue to go through Weevil's day. They go to this girl's room where he had fixed the sink. They go in. He's like, I need to check under the sink for the tools. And her and the the girl in the room is like, oh, my God. Yeah, like totally fine. Like super bubbly. Another girl comes in and Veronica goes, oh, my God. Weren't you in my criminology class? And the girl's like, yeah. Why? So, so this is um, Jenny and she looks uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. But she's played by um, 
Diana Agron, I don't remember if I brought it up in episode five when we when she was first in the background. Mm-hmm. So every, this is the second time it's like, damn, she looks super familiar. Um, that's because she was on Glee. So oh. if you if people watch Glee, um, she played Quinn, um, who is the head, head cheerleader. Um, like, what do you what do you call it? Like stock character where she's just like talking down to everybody and like being an absolute ass. You know what I mean? Like, I'm the popular girl, so I act like I, I treat everybody shitty. Mm-hmm. But then I get my comeuppance sort of thing or I learn to like get along with everybody in the Glee Club. Um. If that makes sense. So yeah. there was a rumor at one point that her and Taylor Swift were dating in like 2015 or 20, oh. 2011, 2011. Oh, okay. So there's like a this uh, Diana Agron. Yeah. Okay. So there's like this weird area of the internet that is like trying to make Taylor Swift gay and like, <laughs> which is like, she's never claimed that she identifies in any way, shape or form. And you know, why would we have any reason to assume what she identifies as and it's not i couldn't care less but it's like people have really tried to like create these like relationships that she's had with people that were probably just friendships that are like oh she dated her she dated Hmm. her and it's kind of i would find it really uncomfortable if it was me not because of who it is but because the idea that they're turning all of my friends into people that i've dated um but yeah there's this whole thing called like swift gron where it's like everyone like talks about like how they thought they were dating and i think it was like in an interview someone asked diana agra one agron once and she's like wouldn't that be funny and like winks at the camera and goes like hi taylor and so then so so, like so she jokes along with it because it's happening and so then it's kind of like one of those things where it's like no you know like everyone turned it into a thing Mm mm-hmm and so then there's all these Reddit theories about which songs are about Diana Agron. Oh, amazing. You know what I mean? Like it just gets, it gets to the, it gets, but it gets to the point then where it's almost insidious because it's like every song has to have like a specific person and like. Oh, they're doing that anyway though, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. I, it's, it's not, it's not the worst of it. Yeah. Um, that's, that's shipping culture. Mm-hmm. People have that all the time about celebrities. Def- definitely. Well, and I mean. Yeah, people have this theory. I think it's Wonderland is about Diana Agron, allegedly. Gotcha. Which is a song that I really like, but mm. from 1989. But mm. some people are like, no, they were just friends, and then they stopped being as close. Like, you know, it doesn't have to be that complicated. Yeah. But um, I always, I was like, I know that name. Why do I know that name? Mm-hmm. And it's solely from this, Taylor Swift, uh, like TikTok tumblr things that get thrown in front of me mm-hmm. that i'm like oh god like why am i watching this I, I i understand um you know from uh queer shipping like that's that's like huge part of that culture i mean like shipping in general yeah because i feel i feel like they do that with anyone she's seen with i don't necessarily think it's necessarily like queer yeah. for taylor swift um but yeah i um I would just find it uncomfortable if it's like every single person I've ever been close to. It's like, oh, no, you were dating. It's like, can't I have friends? Right. But I mean, yeah, that, I mean, that, it doesn't matter who it is, right? Yeah. It's just everybody. It seems to be just everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't actually know enough because I don't. And, and that's just Taylor Swift's career in a nutshell is just everybody speculating who she's dating, right? Well, and it's them judging yeah. her for dating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On both sides of that. How dare she date? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's, it is a... It is um, it is funny because I was like, why do I know that name? Yeah, there you go. Um, you know, or you may know her, uh, you know, because she, as everybody knows in the plot synopsis, I had to look up and remember because I didn't remember. I don't think I watched all the way till the end of this plot synopsis. But um, so she gets pregnant and she has the baby um, and gives it up for adoption. Is this in Glee? Yes. So I, for um, some reason, is this like, I feel like I randomly saw episodes from like one, like season three or something like that. Okay. Yeah. Like <laughs> what do you remember from season three no what i'm saying is like i remember i don't is this season three i don't know like i i randomly saw episodes from like a random season and there was like a pregnant girl and i remember that being like a big thing I and it was like is she gonna keep it is she gonna not and then believe i believe that's in the first season i never watched it so i couldn't tell you yeah um is yeah it- in the first season so but then in the third season she tries to get the baby back from its adopted oh my parent. god um uh, her adopted the adopted parent, which is uh, played by Adina Menzel, um, 
and uh, but it realizes that the child is better off with her. Well, I mean, everyone's better off than Dina Menzel. Uh-huh. <laughs> I think also Dina Menzel's character is somehow related to um uh no she isn't but people wanted her to be um the main actress of glee that was leah michelle because they look similar but i don't think she ended up actually being like her character related i think people wanted because it's like oh she looks like her she should be her mom or something Uh um but she wasn't also i've heard leah michelle in in uh inhuman is a, a nightmare person but uh <laughs> yeah there you go there's a tangent into glee i haven't thought about that in forever oh yeah i never really watched it i just remember that they threw slushies at people watch the first season oh you don't like musicals i think i've watched the second season yeah why'd you watch glee take uh-huh. me through this uh everything else around it was like i i didn't like the musical parts i'm like damn like i really these pop ballads are fucking irritating um but the writing around this is really fun. It's so it's many like, medleys. It really is. And like, but it, there's a, the undercurrent of it that's like kind of partially like Mean Girls in that Ryan Murphy sense. So mm-hmm. like that part is fun. Um, and it was like darker tinge than what I was watching for teen stuff in high school. So mm-hmm. I'm like, eh, okay, I could watch this with my family. Like, yeah, I could, I could get into this and have this be like my, um, like guilty game. pleasure quote-unquote yeah even though you know that's just how i felt at the time there's no reason for me to be having it as a guilty pleasure now other than like people being like god this like property is annoying <laughs> yeah no i um i i just didn't watch it because i didn't i didn't it just it, i didn't intentionally not watch it no, <laughs> i didn't yeah. actively avoid it uh-huh. i was just like i only watched one show and then i did to dance class yeah no i mean the, the writing was fun so i was like into it but it gets pretty maudlin pretty fast. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So there's our nice little tangent. Um. About how I'm like maybe we shouldn't just assume all of our famous people are dating everyone they know. And Brenton watched Glee. Yeah. There you go. Um. And um. Then we find out that this Jenny Jenny, um, has a photo behind her, and Veronica like takes a picture of her, but. Per- but it's really to take a picture of the photo behind her because Veronica's like, this photo looks really suspicious. And when she looks at it, we see that the people in the photo are all tied to this case in ways. Mm-hmm. Including our PhD grad student guy. Mechanical engineering kid. Mm-hmm. Um, and Way the two on. people that were caught with the fake IDs. Yes. Um, so... Um, Logan and Parker are on the phone. That's our next scene. Logan's in his in his hotel room. Um, Dick comes home and he goes, "Hey, when Beaver jumped off the building, did you try to like stop him? Did you like talk to him?" And Logan goes, "Parker, I'm gonna have to call you back." Yeah, yeah. And this is what I'm talking about. Where it's like, okay, like of course the guys are written well. It's just like we can't talk about this, Dick. Let's go get waves. <laughs> You'll feel so much better after surfing and bottling. <laughs> yeah. So he's like, "Hey, let's go. Let's go surf our feelings away." Yeah. Because we did. can't have feelings. Yep. I put therapy by surfing. <laughs> so then we cut over to Veronica, who's shaving in Max sink. Yeah. What a weird fucking scene. Which is like, it's like cute, girly. Like, look, they're doing girly things together. But it's like, why? Um. Didn't she like just have sex with Piz and then she like right. shaved her legs after? Which is fine. Like you don't need uh-huh. to shave your legs to have sex. I'm not. I'm not into that. But you're gonna shave your legs and then go to the beach. Like just why? Why shave them? Yeah, exactly. I guess just like because you're gonna be wearing like, like a, bikini. a bikini. So, but like it's a weird thing for like Mac to shame her about. Yeah, that Mars uses um, Venus razors. I'm sure yeah. it was like a Venus product placement. Yeah, and then we'll make it that these girls are uncomfortable with someone else shaving their legs that's not what it was was it yeah i didn't think they were uncomfortable it seemed like it or it's not uncomfortable but it was like it was like mac was like um making fun of her almost for like shaving her legs oh you're shaving your legs mars no it was mars you're using a venus razor mars uses venus right oh look at you you're a girly girl like shaving your legs using venus Uh, yeah yeah i think it was probably playing back into the idea of like 
um, doing typical girl things because you know that's yeah. what we do. We we eat froyo and we shave our legs. Shave our legs, yeah. It loops right back around to that same conversation. It's a fucking weird call out. Checks my legs. I'm like, yes, eats froyo and shaved legs. We have no froyo. I have <laughs> yeah. no shaved legs. I was gonna say slightly lactose intolerant. <laughs> I just, you know, I like to be a little prickly. I'm like a porcupine. You never know if you're gonna come across me, and I'm like. <laughs> And whether or not you shave your legs, whatever, that's your fucking business. It doesn't change my, like, I was going to say my gender. Yeah. It doesn't change who I am. But also at the same time, like, girls are, like, brought up to have to shave their legs all the time. So it seems like a weird thing to razz someone else about. Unless you are raised in a home that tells you that good girls don't shave above the knee. There you go. Oh, and yeah. I feel like a lot of girls are told that. And it was a very, something to me that I was like, why? Mm -hmm. What if I want to shave above Mm -hmm. me? What if I just keep going? I was like, I'm going to keep going now that you've said that, which is actually (laughs) like the the hair at the top of my thighs is, it's too much work to do. Um, (laughs) It makes it sound like I've got like a forest. (laughs) It's just the sheer act of shaving. Exactly. There you go. It's a. I need a weed whacker. Exactly. You've got it. It's um, you've got the you got wood paneling, and then you go above the knee, and it's shag carpet. Oh my god! No, my leg hairs aren't quite like yours. I haven't quite gotten. <laughs> I haven't quite acquired that yet. Yeah, I, I got a, I got a lot of leg hair. You do. You have Very dark too. <laughs> but see, like if you were raised in a family that would have taught you, what if you had grown up being like, oh my god, I have to shave? Like, do you think your leg hairs would be as like thick and like? Yeah. Like, would you, you know, you you would shave them because yeah. that's what society told you to do. Totally, 100%. Just like Veronica in the sink in the mm-hmm. storm room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it, yeah. I love that that stood out to you. I was just like, Veronica's shaving your legs in the sink. Then they go to the beach. It was just a long time for them to be like, ha, ah, we're going to trade jokes back and forth about how, like, Veronica's shaving her legs. It's like, okay. Um, And they're going to the beach to test Wallace's plane for his physics class. And they they go to the beach and they they unload Veronica's um, Saturn, and they have to carry all the fuel for Wallace's um, plane. <laughs> His is carrying the fuel. Yeah. He's wearing jeans and flip flops at the beach. I think it was a cold it was day. The coldest goddamn day at the beach. The coldest day in San Diego history, maybe. <laughs> Literally everybody is wearing like. But do you see the extras in the back that are like in bathing suits? Uh-huh. Like those people were fucking cold. <laughs> yeah. Because they're probably having like a, a regular beach day, and then <laughs> all the main cast is like, "We're not gonna wear shorts." Yes. Uh yeah, he's wearing pants, flip flops. Like, um, Mac is wearing like a sweater and pants. Like everybody's like, yeah, I think Veronica's wearing shorts and a sweater, which uh-huh. is like my favorite. It's a go-to beach outfit of mine. But yeah, I, I, I completely understand. But everybody looks like they are fucking cold. Mm-hmm. So, um, they go to test the plane. Um, Piz is carrying the the um fuel wobbling <laughs> yeah. um, do you want to tell when you're like <laughs> just, oh, i was like did he hurt does he have an injury because he was carrying like the fuel must have been super heavy because or... he's kind of like wobbling to the beach yeah and i mean walking in sand is hard i get it um i personally don't look great walking in sand <laughs> me neither but um yeah wallace launches a plane and it flies directly into Logan the and sea Pit. monkey yes um Dick then invites them to hang out with them while Wallace fixed the plane. And so Dick and Logan, who are drinking beers and having a bonfire after their surfing day, and then Piz and Veronica and Mac are all sitting together around a fire mm-hmm. at the beach. Yep, most awkward bonfire you ever did see in the middle of the day. <laughs> well, do you know what time it is? Because it looks evening time. <laughs> I guess, probably. I mean, it's, it's not cloudy. dark out and it's fucking cold. So like, Jesus Christ, we need to <laughs> get some heat. So um, then while Wallace is working on the plane and they're sitting there really awkwardly and Dick's just being, you know, everyone's just being weird. So then Dick, Matt goes to go help Wallace. She's like, let me get out of here. And Dick's like, I'll come with you. And then he follows her and he's like, yeah, I just like, I feel bad about how I treated Beaver and I, um, and you, you know, it's like, I, that was really mean and that was really fucked up and I'm sorry. And she's like, okay. Thanks. And then he's like, I see, I see what Beaver saw in you. And he tries to kiss her and she pushes him away gently because, you know, he's drunk. So it's not hard to knock him over, apparently. Uh huh. Yep. Um, 
And then um, Logan and Piz are having like a dick measuring contest, but Piz didn't know it was a dick measuring contest. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Piz is just kind of like, yeah, hey. It He's must, like, you know what? Surfing's, been... surfing's really cool. Like, it must yeah. have been nice growing up down here by the beach. Like, Oh, my God, the sand. You were so lucky growing up. Oh, my God. Yeah, like, I, I didn't grow up super near the beach. My friends would, like, drive down to the beach to go surfing because mm-hmm. we lived kind of further away. But I, um, I had to work, so I couldn't go. And then Logan's like, yeah, you had to work like how salt of the earth of you. And it's like, no, some of us were lower middle class and we had to work. Mm -hmm. No. And uh, Logan is just looking for any reason to jump on this. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, because he's sad boy, sad. Yeah. Just an absolute most insufferable person. Um, He's really mean to Piz. Yeah. mm -hmm. They get in a giant verbal argument. And then Veronica's like, knock it off, Logan. You're drunk and an asshole. So then we we leave the beach. We don't find out how that concludes. We just go. It's a lot of half-completed scenes, I feel like. Yeah, it's just kind of like, okay, Veronica, like, admonishes him and then, like, cut. Mm -hmm. Then we go back to the library and um, IDs the kids from the photos. Um, She notices that like all the people from the ski photo she had posted up on the school like hey do you know these people i met them while skiing and i want to like reconnect and then um so she id'd them all um so they call her and they come get her and they take her to a room in the library yeah so she had found out on the computer that uh one of the guys in it is like the son of the person that invented those machines or like or owns, owns the, the com- company. Yeah, exactly. But then while she looks that up, they appear at her desk, um, Dan Agron and um, oh God, what's his name? I, I looked him up because he's listed on the um, credits list. Um, is it? Tr- yeah, Travis Van Winkle. Um, I was like, I don't know any of what he's been in. Then I looked up, it's like, oh, he was in Transformers and I think he was like the bully at the beginning of the movie. So lovely there you go um so they try to invite her into their group and um they try to sell her on like the id program thing and like they're like you could be one of us and have these unlimited ids and um (laughs) she records the call yeah they're like it must be hard to be like you're a scholarship student aren't you it must be hard to have to like pay for books and food and she's like i don't plan on eating at first for the rest of my life right and it's just it is the worst like intimidation of like Hey, but we can get you anything. Like, well, you could buy whatever you want. And it's just like, this is <laughs> funny money for the school. Like, no, thank you. Yeah. So Veronica basically tells them, like, hey, I recorded this. And, like, if you don't turn yourself in, I'm turning you in because I'm going to call the sheriff because he's my dad. Yeah. Suck um, it. They turn themselves in. Imagine that. Then we cut over to Logan. He's watching pro poker in his hotel room. Mm hmm. <laughs> Dick comes in. He's like, Logan, I got I to gotta show you this thing. And it's a Piz and Veronica sex tape that is being emailed around the school. Um, Logan then was like, I got to go beat up Piz. So he walks yeah. in on Piz's radio show while he's <laughs> rambling about purgatory and being a former Catholic it's just, kid. It's just Piz solo in a booth. Talking about purgatory. <laughs> yep. He's just... <laughs> I mean, I assume that was scripted, but I like to think that that was just like, you know what? Like, this feels like the conversation I would have. Yeah, totally. Uh, just Piz, just in a booth being like, yeah, growing up Catholic, I could never wrap my head around purgatory. Like, <laughs> uh, That's great. That's what people are turning in for is just Piz solo musing on the radio show. It's like, we like the interviews. Piz ponders. Totally. No, I mean, Piz is pioneering WTF before Mark Maron ever did it. Like, Were you, you sure get- WTF wasn't around? Yet? Uh, oh, but WTF might have been around at this point. Let's see. Um, Mark Marin really was like, you know what, podcast? I can do this. I can join this. Right, exactly. Hey, this like this Pitts guy. Um, <laughs> he watched this episode and started WTF. <laughs> exactly. Um, oh my god, it's just so funny. Just him sitting in a booth, like just talking, rambling to... about purgatory. And yeah, being former a former Catholic kid. Mm-hmm. Um, two thousand nine is when WTF started. So. Not yet. Exactly. So he saw that like, oh, hey, I could do interviews and also ramble on Mike. Uh-huh. So then Logan comes in and beats Piz up. Yeah. In a really like. Gruesome a, like chase scene. Yeah. It's just him beating up Piz. But every now and then Piz gets like a punch back. And then like it's, runs. Yeah. It's weird. 
but then uh, in the production notes apparently that uh rob thomas was like yeah like we crushed this scene usually our action scenes don't look super great but like this one we crushed and it's just like why it's a weird one you my just... favorite ones are with keith keith is my only action scene here oh yep totally 100 percent. not through windows exactly this is just like oh logan's being the absolute worst person again and just attacking violently attacking someone for something that they like why do you think like okay logan would you release a sex tape like of your own yeah, like why would not. you think piz would release his own sex tape right like I, most men are wildly insecure about everything that is happening to them. Yeah, totally. And Piz really doesn't seem like the kind of man that's so secure in his manliness in that any way, shape, or form. Right. That he would release his own sex tape. Uh-huh. And that he would do that to Veronica, let alone. Right, exactly. And I feel like in those scenarios, it's usually not you. If you are, if you are that person that is releasing it, like that, you know, obviously you should be criminally tried. Criminally tried. Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're releasing it of the other person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's not smart. He just wants um, he just wants an excuse to go beat up his. Yeah. So then um, the sheriff, um, we get we get a scene with Sheriff Mars and he um, he comes home and he's like, these kids turn themselves in. Isn't that wild? And also like, look, I bought you a new answering machine. Yep. And we're at Mars Investigations. Uh- Oh, yeah. And back to your point from earlier, how they turn themselves into campus security. Like Veronica feeds them that Uh rather than going to the sheriff. Yeah. It's weird. It's weird. Uh, So then um, she calls Weevil and she's like, hey, I think they had hid the other machine in the mechanical engineering office. Did you find it? And he's like, no, I didn't find it. And then we cut to a scene of him telling her he didn't (laughs) find it with him holding it. I know. Which is like like the weirdest thing. It really is. He's like, damn, I'm back to my old ways, which I think is what that is. But it's like he's got a student ID (laughs) creating card. Like, What is this machine going to do for Oh my god! It is the weirdest thing for everybody to get hung up on in this episode. I, I, you can't take it seriously because it's so silly. It's so weird. It's so silly. So then, who we... cares? Kids are getting a free lunch every now and then. Yeah. Well, or just like I mean, like the school can care and like we can bust them, but like, yeah. Why would anyone get into selling this? Like, it's, no. it doesn't seem like it has a good payout. Totally. But and then also at the same time, why is Keith super obsessed with this? He's like, that's fraud. Just like I think they could figure out like that. A... Why would you care? Yeah. Why would you care? Yeah. The, the school can figure out if the kids are like skimming off the top. Yeah. Well, so then. And why are the rich kids doing this again? Once again, it makes no sense. The whole it, episode makes why no are sense. They, yeah. Why are they? What is the business plan? Are they making money because they aren't selling to anybody else? They're already rich. So, like, why do they care about getting free meals unless, like, we got some reason that we don't get of them being, like, cut off from their family, which would be a potential reason. I don't know. Makes no sense. But they didn't They didn't tell us that. The so. only one that I could see doing it is the grad student is because he's a, he's a grad student and yeah. he's making no money. Um. So then we get our final most confusing scene of all. Logan <laughs> yeah. shows up bloodied and bruised at Mars Investigations and says, Veronica, I need to tell you something. And Veronica closes the door to her father's office. I'm sorry, the man that you dated shows up bloodied and bruised Mm -hmm. and then tells you that he needs to tell you something. And you know he has a history of violence and he's traumatized. Absolutely. And he is not your boyfriend anymore. And even if he was, you're not protecting him. Yeah, look at Look Look at at the size of him. Exactly. And look at his knuckles. Yeah. Like that guy's been that guy's been attacking someone. And who and why? Mm-hmm. Um, there's something you should know. Yep. So <laughs> next week we will uncover mm-hmm. who 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 released the sex tape and why. Yep. Um what happens with Veronica and Piz? I have a bad feeling about this. You? I do. I do. I don't but um, then it'll be the end of season three. And then we can watch the movie. It'll be, th- yeah, it'll be the end of the original run of Veronica Mars. Wow. Weird. How are you feeling? Yeah, you know, it's... <laughs> it's been an emotional roller coaster. It has. I am ready to be done with this season. Not Me too. Lie. I like, I've liked the more Piz-centric episodes better. Yeah. But like, the, yeah, it's just... I don't know, man. Yeah, it's rotten. 
it wasn't a good time for any of us. Like, think mm-hmm. back. What were you doing in 2007? I was freshman in high school. Hmm. Sophomore? Um, <laughs> what a great year for me. Oh, wait, no. This was uh, 2007. This is like so, spring 2007. So I was probably oh, finishing so up was, my... I was finishing eighth grade. Then yeah, I, was I was graduating eighth grade. I was finishing up my freshman year. Um, I was excited yeah. to go to high school. My freshman year was all right. I was doing all right. Like I was just a much bigger like dork, but um, as opposed to yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, I was about the same. (laughs) I um, I was valedictorian of my eighth grade class. Wow, there were thirty-two kids in it. (laughs) This is a really tough competition. (laughs) Suck on that. (laughs) Um, and I. I let's see here what else um my mom was dating some guy who I think she was gonna marry and um I guess he's all right we've had him for a while now <laughs> the way that started made it sound like it was just gonna be some other guy than your stepdad no my mother um if she she I don't think she dated anyone besides him after my dad yeah I think she dated Jim and then she said she was like no he's gonna leave like we're just gonna date you can't meet him and I was like that seems really dumb because like why are you dating someone who's gonna leave and she's like well he's gonna leave like you can't meet him because I don't want you to get attached and I was like oh you think I'm gonna get attached (laughs) 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 you know who got attached yeah Jim (laughs) exactly guess who never left Mm mm-hmm and now we've had a gym the cat never even left. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Moved in. And the cat didn't come back. You'd have to have moved it out of the house first. Well, uh-huh. Moved in. And then two years later, they got married. I think it was in between my Aww. freshman and sophomore year. So I guess that's a year sweet. later. A year later, they got married. Very sweet. Yep. That's when I got my Jimothy. I think he came to my eighth grade graduation. I can't remember. I did my speech on, oh, The Places You'll Go by Dr. Seuss. And I thanked all of the teachers at the school for teaching us how to read. I like it. Mm-hmm. Imagine imagine how easy that was to get approved. <laughs> uh-huh. All right. We like this speech. Oh, that's me. Always a people pleaser. Yeah. Well, should we plug? Yeah. All the places you'll go. Oh, after you finish this podcast. Yeah. Well, you can head over to butreallythough.com. That was spelled T-H-O. I am a life and career coach. I help people get their shit together. I don't work at HR anymore because I didn't like it. Um <laughs> 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 what do you mean from the glowing reviews? reviews i've had in my like i'm pretty sure that's how workers comp works but it's been a while and don't you know always mm-hmm. work with your hr team on that but um now i help people figure out what the fuck they want to do for a living i help them negotiate higher salaries we create career paths and plans or i help people set goals and stick to them that can relate to anything like you know oh do you want to write a book or do you want to build your confidence you name it we will work on it together and if I don't think I'm the right person to work on it with you, I will tell you and I'll help you find someone else. Um, you can schedule a free discovery call to get to know me better if this podcast wasn't inside enough over on butreallythough.com. <laughs> and um, you can also follow me on Instagram. It's at butreallythough. It's at B-T-R-L-Y-T-H-O. You can find this podcast on Twitter and Facebook at Marza Rewatch. Uh, you can also find me on Twitter at Pyle Breton. That's P-Y-L-E-B-R-E-N-T-O-N. And um, after a week off, we'll be launching our next Let's Play over on my YouTube channel, um, Burger Discourse. We'll be playing Outer Wilds. It is... Um, I will get emotional because it's one of my favorite games ever. Um, and it is just... Uh, there's certain things that are emotional there. But, um, you know, please go uh, watch that. That'll, that should be up by the time this is released. Um, and uh, Or if you don't want to watch a Let's Play, it's coming to, it just got announced for the Switch. So just play it somewhere. It's a, an amazing fucking game. So do that. Just, just play it or watch us. Just, I, don't, I don't even care. You don't even have to watch us. Just, just play it. You really love this game. I really do. Are you, exci- you going to have to let me take the driver's seat? Yeah. And you know I can be I can be very emotional and I can also be a robot. Mm-hmm. So is it gonna hurt you, or do you think you're gonna be able to let me drive? Oh no, you you'll I'll be able to let you drive. That's fine. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know. Like you know when you're like emotionally attached to something and you're like not you in particular, but you with the general you. It's like oh yeah, I really want to. Like, I really want you to see this, or like I want to see this play out. You know what I mean? Oh. But is oh. there only one path? Um. 
it, there's just a, a can diff- I fuck it up? <laughs> no, no. Um, there's a there's you can just do different things in a different order, and then I will pretty much just be guiding us to make sure we do everything. Okay. Yeah, because you like to be at the right level for things. Yeah, but also the ending is better if you do all the things. Okay. And it's not even like, a, like ooh, you get a new cutscene and all this new stuff. It's like, no, just there's more um, emotion packed into it. So, um, but yeah. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm excited too. Um, well, we should go play Mario now. Yes, we're going to go play Mario. Um, I was going to say I love you all. <laughs> Kisses. <laughs> Our usual sign-off. Toasted marshmallows. And we love you. <laughs> we do love you. You we know what? Love and you. if you haven't looked at yourself today and said that you loved yourself, you should. Go look at yourself and say I love you, self. Yeah. Be nice to you. Because we do. Yeah, we love you. Mm-hmm. You're pretty great. <laughs>